Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. When we think of mastery, we typically think of someone who has honed or practiced a skill or a craft over their entire lifetime. Today, we're going to be talking about self-mastery on spirit level, what it means, and how it's often the missing key. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to begin to help you remove the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? The big question I've got about mastery, Karen, yeah. is um, is it kind of an end point? Is that kind of my goal? Is that kind of, you know, I've arrived when yeah. I somebody declares you as a master? <laughs> yeah, I love that question because I think a lot of people when they start, they think that there is an end point. So there's this idea of like spiritual perfection, you know, like you're going to attain the spiritual perfection, you'll attain enlightenment, you'll attain awakening, and then like once you have there, angels will sing, you'll get a little halo, you'll glow, you'll wear white obviously, and um, then you'll be a master. Yeah? But it's actually not about that, it, because the I hate to break it to everybody, but it is an infinite thing. So meaning the, the learning, the progress, the acceleration is infinite because we are infinite consciousness. So the growth is infinite. So instead of focusing on perfection, which is what a lot of people start with, right? They're trying to get to that point to whatever that is. It's about focusing on mastery instead. Okay. Mastery from the sense of constant refinement, right? So a true master will know that he can't attain perfection. It's not possible, no matter what it is that you're doing, what skill, what craft, whatever it is that you're quote unquote perfecting, it is not attainable. And, and, and the thing that's wonderful about mastery is that even in knowing that it is not attainable, it's the pleasure of getting more and more refined in your practice. That is the pleasure and the joy and, and just even being present in the practice more and more is the like achievement, so to speak, right? That's the the um, reward in itself, if that makes sense. So I don't know if that answered your question. Yeah, well, I, it, so really, if I can let go mm -hmm. of the attachment to mm -hmm. this concept of mastery mm -hmm. or perfection, mm -hmm. you know, the journey is gonna be a lot more fun. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot more exciting. Yeah. And forever and ever, it's gonna be a process. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and so to shift it from, to mastery as being this constant refinement, Right? This constant evolution, this constant growth, which actually speeds up. The wonderful thing about doing the spirit work or frequency work is that it does accelerate. And so, and it's funny, I remember when, I'm just going to back up out of this, but um, when I uh, entered uh, university or college is what you guys call it in the States, I remember thinking like I, <laughs> I, was, I was young, you know, 18 or something like this, and I thought I knew some stuff. And as I went into the libraries and started to do research, I realized how little I knew. And it didn't matter how much I learned. The more I learned, the more I realized how little I knew. And so it's sort of similar, right? This humility, this humbleness of like, wow, this is the infinite of the all that is. And we are aspiring to remember our true essence, our true nature, which is part of that progress. Now, does this mean that we're not worthy of the all that is? No, of course not. But it's this constant um, evolution towards this more, this higher refinement, this higher frequency. And the thing is, that's wonderful about 
at least for me in terms of what I've observed, is that the, in that striving for that refinement, you almost can't help it. It's like you kind of want to keep going with it. Like why would you want to stop? You know, it's kind of self-perpetuating. And when you do that, it's because you become more and more liberated from the heaviness of the distortion patterns and things pick up more speed. And then you want to go even faster because you have the speed. It's like you've caught this tremendous wave that you're surfing on and the wave gets faster and bigger and you kind of just want to keep surfing. Like you don't want to hop off the, at least I don't want to hop off the wave because it feels pretty good to surf. Because then you got to like, then you're off the surfboard and you got to like paddle and then catch the next wave. You know what I mean? You have to paddle paddle catch the next wave and start all over again. But when in that momentum of that refinement, there's fun. Yes. But if I can truly let go of that state of what I feel a master should be or mm -hmm. look like, mm -hmm. or if I can let go of that sense of perfection, mm -hmm. then I can truly enjoy the surfing and yeah. enjoy the everyday process. Yeah. I, I wonder also, does it give me, when you talk about freedom, mm -hmm. does it give me the freedom to have a bad day? Of course, yeah. The freedom like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. like, oh, what am I doing? You know, it's like, so. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing. I mean, we all have bad days, we're human, right? And it's what's, what I've noticed that's interesting and fun about mastery is that of course you're gonna hit roadblocks in your evolution, right? Or yep. in your growth. Yep. Okay, I'm talking about self-mastery now on spirit level. Those things are there to teach you something because the, that, has, that is a further refinement that needs to happen, right? So the bad days become these moments where you're like, they suck still in the moment. I'm not going to pretend, okay? Like it's not exactly pleasurable. And we come out of them faster. We know them for what they are more quickly. We celebrate them faster because we're like, oh, this is an opportunity to learn. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not saying wallow in the thing and or like, please, I want more punishment. Yeah. I'm not talking yeah. about yeah. that, but it's more like, okay, this is an opportunity to learn, which is a very different perspective than just like life happening to us and being victim to it. But wow, this is an opportunity. What am I going to learn yeah. from this? And it's an, um, a chance to observe self and others mm -hmm. from a different perspective, the higher you go in terms of your own self-mastery. And that's what it means. It's mastery over self. It's not about anyone else. It's about your own self-mastery. Because we always think that, you know, we're, we obviously are in reaction to others, right? People are doing things around us all the time. And a lot of us make the mistake of thinking like, oh, that person triggered me or they caused this. But they're just doing whatever they're doing. We're having the reaction. So part of the self-mastery is to look and see, well, what's causing me or allowing me to be pushed off my center to have this reaction? The person is not personal to you. Yeah. I mean, we think it's all personal to us, but it isn't really. I mean, it's not like everyone wakes up today and thinks like, how am I going to affect Karen? It's not, you know, that's not how the world works. So anyway, it's just the, but the self-mastery is to, you get enough momentum where you've cleared enough distortion patterns and then you can have distance from yourself enough. So even in those hard days, you can realize, oh wait, that's something for me to learn from. This is something for me to observe. And therefore, what are the patterns that are causing it? Can I delete them? Can I move, use this to catalyze myself forward even more? And yes, and of course, as you say, to allow yourself to have the bad day. Sometimes you're just like, I'm just freaking cranky. What's you know, we've uh, in other sessions we've used the term detox. Mm -hmm. So uh, what what I'm hearing you say mm -hmm. is it's okay to go through that detoxing process. Oh yeah, which is releasing. Yeah, and letting yeah. go yeah. of the things that I truly need to let go of. Yeah, and actually the detox process uh, in itself is a signal. You're like, 
wait, I'm detoxing. Oh man, what, what am I letting go of, right? It's almost like a signal becomes a signal in itself as you get faster at this yeah. to like start to look harder. Like what's going on here? What's the, what's the source of the thing that's causing me to be in this detox, right? So again, self-mastery to me is about ability to observe self, right? Without attachment as much as possible, right? And when you do frequency work, that detachment becomes easier because we don't fall so prey to our thoughts, emotions, our stories. We don't, we don't believe it so much to be true. It feels really real, but it's not necessarily true. So we were like, okay, I have a little space here between my little you know, hissy fit that I'm having around whatever and whatnot. And okay, that's happened, wonderful. And can we move past this and see what else is at the root of this? Because that's ultimately what's more interesting because that detox isn't random usually. It's something happening on spirit level that you are releasing on the physical, mental, emotional plane that you're being told to pay attention to <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. You just, uh, you just used a term I don't think I've ever heard you say before. Mm. Uh, the signal becomes a signal. Oh, the detox becomes a signal. But really what the, 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 the detox becomes a signal of what it is that you are releasing. So that, that constant looking and being aware and mm -hmm. it's kind of that awakening mm -hmm. so I'm awakening to the fact that this is a process mm -hmm. and the process has got some good days and it's mm -hmm. got some fantastic days mm -hmm. but I'm gonna let go of my attachment even to that yes and just allow for it yeah and it's, it's interesting you know because um, in my experience and I'm not saying this is gonna be the same for everybody yeah but I've noticed that the highs and the lows become less extreme. The range. The range gets smaller yeah. because the lows usually come from the distortion patterns that are activating us and we really don't like them and we resist whatever is going on. Usually it's a resistance too, right? So it's happening, we don't like it, we resist on some level to a circumstance, a person or whatever. We're just in resistance. We're trying to find, our minds are trying to find something to resist, like attach that a resistance to, but it's usually this. As you release your distortion patterns, that goes away so much because you become more at ease with what is. So therefore the lows aren't as low. Does that make sense? Exactly. The highs aren't as high either though in the same way because you're not as susceptible to your external environment. So do you see what I'm saying? To make yeah. you happy, yeah. to, 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 to make this like, uh, you know, joy movement. Now I'm not saying that you don't experience really truly amazing expansive states or whatever in meditation or in even in your personal experience it can be very like even just taking a walk on, for me because I live in Hawaii on the beach can be extremely joyful yeah. but it's not like this crazy like roller coaster thing that happens it's more it, the range gets a little bit narrower and it's more um, um, st I'm not using the right, I'm gonna say the word stable but that's not quite the right word but it's more um, even in a way because you're more neutral you're much more neutral does that make sense so it sounds probably possibly a little bit dull but it's not because the mastery is in governing your um, or not really governing because you're not really doing anything we just become more and more neutral to the external environment so therefore our state is not as reliant to what is external to us which is really cool and you know what I was thinking about when you said that mm -hmm. is it's easy when you first start to get kind of attached to the high yeah. and become fearful of the low. Yeah. And then all of a sudden those kind of wash away. Yeah. And then that middle range, it's just like smooth sailing. Yeah. It's like wow. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, totally. And when you go through periods of heavy detox, for example, because it still happens. We're all growing. Me, it doesn't matter who you are. I don't care who you are. If you're in a human body, you're still growing. Okay. <laughs> this is happening. And so there are moments where you go through heavy detox. You're like, wow, this is, this is rough. <laughs> What's happening right now? And it gives us space. Part of the self-mastery is because we have space between ourselves and our thoughts and our emotions, is we kind of can laugh at ourselves a little bit. You know, even in the, oh my God, this totally sucks. But right? you're kind of like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, yeah. poor you. <laughs> you know, it's going to be fine. You know, <laughs> let's move along. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we don't wallow in our um, self-pity, so to speak, you know? You know, the last thought I would like to just share based mm -hmm. on what you just said is the fact that each and every one of us, the journey is unique. Oh, totally. And so yeah. don't get caught up in comparing your journey mm -hmm. to the people around you. Yeah. Because it just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So that uniqueness is, at first, it's kind of uncomfortable because mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you mm -hmm. know, but now it's all of a sudden like, wow, this mm -hmm. is my journey. Yeah. And I would say that there are certain... Um, places that we share in common, like um, signposts, you know what I mean, like little signposts along the way that we all kind of like hit kind yeah, of in you terms, can you can see the commonality. Yeah. It's expressed differently in everyone, yeah. To, yeah. to go to your point. Yeah. It is expressed yeah. differently in everyone, but you can see a common thread, yeah. you know, at yeah. certain points in people's journeys, which is really fun. And it, it kind of, honestly, when that happens, you're like, oh, well, thank God, I'm not the only one, you know what I mean? It's comforting. It's comforting. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Exactly. And the other thing that I would say about this is that people often, when it comes to self-mastery is, like you said, they're constantly, people want to compare themselves to someone else. Like, how am I doing? How am I doing? And, or they want context, like, how am I doing in terms of my whole journey? Which I find an interesting answer. And that's typically a question people ask towards the beginning. It's like, how am I doing in my journey? Have I gotten there? And there is no there to get to. You're constantly refining yourself. And as you refine, yourself in terms of what I mean by that is your own cultivation of self-mastery, your own accountability, your own ability to see who you are, and your own frequency vibration, which is also rising as you do more and more of this work. What happens is you stop asking that question because it doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care. I really don't okay. care. Yeah, which is very liberating. For someone who used to be a control freak, yeah. such liberation. Because now I'm not trying to like struggle to attain the whatever that I'm supposed to be attaining, right? I spent a long time doing that. Very tiring. Yeah. And at some point, you're just free. You're like, oh, okay, well, I guess this is kind of what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which is really awesome. Wow. This is an altogether new, refreshing perspective on self-mastery. So thank you, Karen. Thank you, Dennis. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, 
These GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group Frequency Calibration on Seeking Mastery. Everyone become aware of your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line. And as you become aware of this space, inhaling a nice big breath and at the very top of your breath, you're going to hold your breath for a count of five. And then whenever you have completed that five count, you're going to release your breath slowly until all the air is out of your lungs. And then hold your exhaled breath out for a count of five. Now for those of you who have completed that breath already, becoming aware of the space between your belly button and the hollow of your throat. In the center line, meaning if you were to draw a line with a marker from the center points of these two spaces, becoming aware of that line. And whilst we wait for the mastermind to coalesce or to gather, for those of you who are new, please note that I am working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And that I will be making noises on my end. So that means you will likely hear me yawn, even though I'm not tired, or exhale sharply sometimes, or sometimes even hum. That's simply how I release the distortion patterns. And more and more, depending on the group and the topic, I'm working in silence as I access higher and higher frequencies. So if you don't hear me speaking, just know that I am still working on you. So waiting for the mastermind to form completely. So if I say something that resonates with you, likely it's you. And if I say something that you really resist, likely that is yours too. So 
I invite you to be open to that possibility and to explore it. Good. There we go. So now that the mastermind has come together, keeping your attention on that center line, let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body, wherever that is for you. And as you become aware of or imagine this space. Becoming aware of a brilliance at its very center. Now, brilliance doesn't necessarily mean light. It can also mean a feeling or a sensation of tingliness or warmth, or even a shimmeriness in the blackness. However it shows up for you is wonderful. And so as this brilliance intensifies, because your attention is on it, it expands outwards through all of your cells all of your organs expanding out even further through your bone structure radiating out through your flesh and out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. And noticing that the brilliance within the sphere begins to intensify so much so that the sphere begins to oscillate or to shake 
from side to side. Now, for some of you, this fear may appear still. For others, this oscillation will be quite rapid. For others, it will be slower. Just noticing this fear. There is no better than just different. So noticing what shows up for you. And now becoming aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this space, I am working with you on spirit level or source level to increase your frequency vibration irrespective of what level you're at so that this session is the most efficient and effective possible. And because you cannot come to this level on your own, yet it allows you to know where you are going so basically will entrain to your own future self And now please bring your attention to your upper ribs. And as you become aware of your upper ribs, the first distortion pattern that we will release is that of the impatience with time. Or differently said, when am I going to get there? So the spiritual journey is about mastery and refinement. It's infinite in terms of the refinement and in terms of the levels to which we can ascend. So releasing this impatience with time and timing.
and right behind this distortion pattern is this discomfort with the infinite. So it is not like you reach a point that is finite and then you've achieved whatever it is that you think you've achieved. It's about this infinite process of acceleration. So releasing this next distortion pattern. And as we release this distortion pattern, what happens naturally is more space for ease and allowing, which is required in addition to the intention to improve. Okay, both are required. It's the union of the feminine and the masculine. Bring your attention now, please, to the xiphoid process, which is right at the base of the sternum. Okay, so your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. Your xiphoid process is right at the base. So if you were to trace your sternum with your finger at its base, it becomes flesh. And at that point, that fleshy point, it's a little tender when you press on it. That is your xiphoid process. So bringing your attention to this point. All right. Okay. So this is the distortion pattern of like a mental construct of what achieving mastery is. Okay. Or achieving an end goal means. So that doesn't allow us to be present for what unfolds because it is driven by the mind. We're going to release this so you can be even more present in your journey towards self-mastery. Presence is important 
because it allows us to access the present in linear time, which then allows us to potentially access the gateway into the eternal now, which is the gateway to things on spirit realm. It requires a certain frequency vibration. However, if you're not in the present moment in linear time, this access point is not available to you. So being present generally to what is allows you to access spirit or the spirit realm. If that does not make sense to you, it is okay. There will be an upcoming episode on what is time. So for now, if that doesn't make sense, just know that we are expanding the possibilities for you on spirit level. Good. Yes. Very nice. Bringing your attention now, please, to your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So what we're going to amplify here is the curiosity around and the desire for mastery. What can you experience in your journey towards it? nice. 
This brings us to the end of this session. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.